Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, I almost said happy Monday, but it is in fact Tuesday, September 6th. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm Steve Schultz, founder, along with my wife, Doreen, of the Eli- both the Elijah List, which is the written portion of all that we do, and Elijah Stream. So welcome to the broadcast. It's going to be really good with Johnny Enlow today. So uh, w- because we're going to crunch several things, we actually have to tape another show today. We're going to jump right to it without any announcements. So without any further delay, let's do Johnny Enlow Unfiltered. Here we go. 49 hours declaring it a riot. My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. And good morning, Johnny. How are you? Good morning, Steve. Doing well, thank you. Good to see you. I keep trying to squelch. I've got some things that keep making a little... Uh, believe, but I keep thinking I've silenced everything and then it's something else. Goes off. So my apologies if anything else goes off. It's been one of those mornings. Have you ever had one of those? <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> well, let's jump in today. I know you've got some really good content and we have to go a little bit shorter today because I'm taping a, another program right after this. So um, what's, what's God showing you? Well, one of the I think the main part I want to get to in just a moment is there's a this happens to me from time to time is I'll have a repeat dream like five, six. And I, wow. I know I woke up at least five or six times and remembered looking at the clock and the hour and what it was. And and it's interesting. I'll, I'll remember very little about the dream, but there will be an end line, an end point that uh, uh, that I do remember. And so okay. I'll, that line is. I'll go ahead and say that line. Then I'm going to get to that little okay. bit of what we might call Intel news first. But um, the line I heard, again, I, I, I'm still trying to count if it's five, six or seven times I woke wow. up when it was that. Wow. And, and it was the Lord speaking. He said, I am restoring America's fortunes. And and so there is related stuff, some other things I heard. I'm going to get to that in just in just a moment. But um so here, I just want to, you know, because some people, we hear that uh, there's people don't know where to listen to, even Intel, news, what's going on, what's, uh, what can we even have confidence in is, is a, an honest report. And so there's just some things that I think that are, are key to report that um, uh, we're pretty sure that this actually happened, these things, and they're, they're just true news. Um, we know that, for instance, uh, kind of big news the last day or two. Um, it came out, confirmed that uh, Joe Biden did order, he had said before he had nothing to do with it, but he actually ordered the FBI access to Mar-a-Lago for that wow. for wow. that raid. And you put that back to back on top of kind of what was, I think this was yesterday's big news, at, at worst cases, the day before yesterday, uh, Trump had requested, and so he was granted a special master request request over the Mar-a-Lago. That's basically somebody who does a review of documents taken, the process, the legal processes, and, you know, essentially review these documents that were stolen by the the Biden FBI, um, what ones they have a right to or don't have a right to. Anyway, it's a big deal. Yeah. As we know, that's what Trump 
wanted. And so for there to be a judge that uh, listened to that, that's that's a, it's kind of like a judge over a judge that he's judging what they took that the other judge approved or basically, right? Something, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and bottom line, it, it, if you understand probably the plan going on there, Ultimately, Trump and his team are not trying to withhold information. They're trying to get information out to the American people, the purview of the American people. And so there are ways of of that happening. Anyway, that's what it seems like. There may be some of the documents, seemingly some of the documents were very personal. They had no right at all. It's just amazing that he gets, uh, that's a whole conversation that's probably been and, had. And Johnny, I won't start a rabbit trail, but just in a nutshell, what you said, he, there's ways to get information yeah, you're saying or suggesting that he invited them in, so to speak, to have them take what he knew they would take so that he could then say, now that's discovery. Now let's talk about what you what you took. Now it's on the record. Is it something it, along those lines? Right. There is a legal precedent, legal way for information to be uh, forced out to the open. You can't just, particularly at that high level, you can't just tell and and release it but then there there is uh i don't know what to call it a chain of uh legal yeah chain of command chain of custody the legal steps on how this has to move forward and um and so there are things that really uh that were declassified seemingly of course we don't know exactly so there's not i don't want to go and act like i know what was in there but there is it, it comes out what you're hearing from the community we'll say um, the patriot community that there is, and Trump himself, that he's like, yeah, let let America see everything, and and so he's he's saying he's saying that, and so there's a reason he wants it seen, uh, whatever he wants seen, and so we have to trust there's a reason he's everything he's he's done and said for is for America's uh, freedom and future, and so based on that, there's a trust level for him. So th- some other things. Uh, you know, related going on there. Uh, it was interesting last week. You know, you had these uh, both Biden and Trump had these appearances in Pennsylvania in the town, town city, whatever you want to call it. It's really part of a significant metro area, the Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. Um, and of, of course, Trump's venue is packed out, packed out way ahead of time. And and um, in fact, they limited the crowd that could come just by it being whatever size. What is it? Ten, twelve thousand. The event. And and then Biden uh, spoke there a couple of days before. And it's just literally, again, almost like circles out there in the single digit. Uh, I think our last family reunion had significantly more people. Wow. <laughs> than, than that. So he's not even drawing family reunion type crowds. And so and then. He does this speech with this ominous red Hitlerish looking uh, background, and that was so- bizarre. Why? Why they did the whole red thing? I mean, that ha- someone designed that. It was supposed to do something. I don't it, know what. It's those type of things that make you believe the comment that goes around. You're watching a movie, and there's yeah. exposition and exposure of who they are and what they're planning, and so yeah, the memes on it are. Amazing. It's also so interesting that Wilkes Bar is a chess move um, named after the city. That's the name of a chess move. It's, it's there's the a name there's of a chess move. I did not know that. Wil- the Wilkes Bar chess move. <laughs> I had no idea. 
and I, 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 if I understand it correctly, it's a fairly sophisticated move. Or, and but whether it is or not, the fact that it's a chess move and that's yeah. where they both show up, it, it does look like there is this desire to continue to uh, inform the public. And you can see how the media, I think, only two um, outlets even would willing to show Biden because they know to show him is really to kill their own cause because. It's just devastating. Everything he says, everything he does is is just further alienates the American American people and kind of exposes the agenda. It's crazy. He'll be there talking about Nazism and Hitler and stuff like that while acting like Hitler, Nazism, not just there, but another other things. Anyway, that's uh, interesting going on. The New York Post uh, writes that the FBI chief Christopher Ray and attorney general Merrick Garland owe the nation clear explanations for the Mar-a-Lago, um, we'll say invasion and, you, and, yeah. and for withholding investigation on Hunter Biden, which, um, they do need to respond and explain to the American people. There's really no explanation for it other than being crooked. Mm-hmm. And so that was what has to come out. So you have, you know, people close to Trump cash Patel, Devin Nunez, former uh, California congressman who's head of Truth Social, Trump himself, what they are retruthing, you know, from Truth Social, they are retruthing all of these um, these things that have been put out there by, say, the QAnon community, where it's so obvious, like Trump retruthed about, uh, I believe, 60 different um, postings from people related to the Patriot community known as QAnons. And so MSNBC and others are pointing it out as well. And so they're kind of seemingly at a stage of enjoying the, uh, how much they're making the deep state and the existing crooked media squirm. And they just retruthed the post. I think today Cash Patel did a post from five months ago, an interview with Trump where Trump says, no, he would act before 2024. And so that was just today. Cash Patel is retruthing that. So they're threatening with this thing called the storm. And I'll explain that in a, in a second with uh, what is called the storm. They're, they're enjoying causing the deep state and the deep media um, to squirm with. Oh, the Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so even his event in Wilkesboro, he, he starts it with a cue in the air, which he's done a, a bunch. It can look like, oh, it's innocent, not, but he's done it too many times and it's obvious and then he closes out the event with this song that is connected to the Patriot community. And it has, uh, you know, a kind of a line in there, IMQ. And then it has where we go one, we go all. It is the most blatant, like uh, he is he is identifying with the Q. Those are all like dog whistles to the same thing. They're, they're, to, to mention Q... Or to say where we go one, we go all the cue in the air. I've seen him do that. He'll just do this big thing and then put a thing on it. So he's he's being he's not even being subtle, hardly subtle. He's being kind of in your face right now. As they say, there may be some level of plausible deniability if he needed <laughs> yeah. it, but it's barely plausible deniability <laughs> at this stage. And you put yeah. that together with again, if you see uh, Biden's. Uh, Biden's speech is just like you're like, oh, my goodness, is anybody still sleeping? But we know there are people amazing. 
the coma has been so bad that people still still sleep and are not not aware. So um, it is, you know, as much as patriots are tired of waiting for it, this thing yeah. called the storm, uh, the justice move, I'll, I'll briefly explain it more than that. Trump is enjoying holding it over their head as a sure coming thing. It's like it's coming. He announced it from, you know, uh, you can go to a day right when he started his presidency, when he was surrounded by scores and scores of generals. And he's he talked about this is the calm before the storm. And he's Mr. President, what storm are you talking about? And he's like, you'll find out. Yeah, so I love the, <laughs> this thing called the storm. Um that's coming is is essentially just the public open visible justice uh, measures that come out there are things that, that are rumored and we're pretty sure have gone on behind the scenes there's the people that have stepped down and have been uh, removed in some way you hear that there's 1300 ceos around the world tied into corruption that part of them stepping down is being confronted with stuff they're doing but it's done again, plausible deniability where it's not necessarily um, the expo. It's not the storm yet. These are all pre storm matters. And so the storm is something that has some uh, potential mayhem in order in place for us moving forward. But it is to be embraced because it's ultimately where there is a justice reveal that is necessary. Would it be over over an overstatement to say the storm would be as if? We've been f invaded by a foreign power, and our military took over and took us, took our country back. Is that, is that an overstatement, or is it along those lines? Well, that's part of what has to has to happen in some measure. There's no doubt. Kind of will go with a little bit of the dream I have in just a moment. But so here's some other things. You know, it just tells you very serious things are going. The fact that they're revealing things that blatantly. And that Biden is that blatantly looking like he's looking. You're like, OK, this is not being very hidden right now. They are announcing the storm. They are announcing it's coming. And right now, for instance, China has 65 million people in total lockdown, um, 33 cities. And they don't have they don't have a covid. They don't have a reason for it. And so it just tells you, because this is a global operation, something um, serious is going on behind the scenes. And, and we know the takedown of the deep state is everywhere. And it's, it's happening everywhere at different stages. And so it's just interesting that that's going on, um, that that's going on right now in China. Um, so back to... Um, Here's another news tidbit that was uh, very good news for my Hispanic Latino friends, particularly those involved in. We have a significant presence with those involved in government throughout Central and South America. And and so there was this big vote yesterday in Chile, the nation of Chile. They they had um, elected a young ideologue, but he was the furthest left socialist. Really, he is of all South Central South America. Chile has had this tendency and he was bringing in, um, this was a voting referendum on eliminating the constitution and essentially bringing in, allowing for the most liberal, socialist, communist constitution to be written up. But the people, it shocked him because uh, basically by two to one, I think about two thirds, the nation rejected it. Wow. And, and so that is good news. Other yeah. 
things that just tell you serious things are going on. The Pope dissolved the Knights of Malta leadership. And that kind of there can be a whole program on the Knights of Malta, who they are, who they have been historically and whatnot, and why he's dissolving the leadership of the Knights of Malta. That's something. People Does can, that mean he's dissolving that organization altogether or just some leaders at the at the top of the Knights of Malta? Do, I have I, I, to the are, best I can. It's just the leadership. He's dissolved it. And, and it seems like he is trying to. And what they're accusing him of is taking away their power and influence, which is massive if you find if you uh, go into all the details and they show up a lot as part as part as as charity and, you know, rescue operations to the nations and things like that, which may be legit. But there are some sinister connections that are known from them for a long, long time and uh, for lack of. Um, really knowing more than that on that particular what it is, I'm just more reporting that that is something that has has made has made the news, and it does seem I'm just like there's something significant. Yeah, there. and I'll just note this: Paul, who is Catholic, worked with us. He says, as the Catholic the group, it is the leadership for now that they. And so that's what he's saying yeah. as someone that knows a little bit more about it than maybe you and I. He said, basically, they're taking the leadership. It's the leadership. And again, there's yeah. the, the public release of the information and then what it actually means behind the scenes. Because um, behind the scenes, it has been thought that the Knights of Malta actually are greater than even at, at the Pope and the Vatican in some ways. But it just depends the perspectives there. Anyway, that's just something um, going on. So. um I think the last couple of things there before we get to to the dream is I, I'm going to do a controversial recommendation for humor and for laughing as okay. well as just for incredible satire is the Babylon Bee. People, to, um, they haven't told me to do some volunteering this on my own, but the Babylon Bee is, um, uh, you know, it, it's social media. They ha they're all over the place. I don't know. I don't think they have actual publication, but they... I think I have at least one out loud daily laughter from reading their satire. <laughs> so it's all the satire, huh? The whole thing. Is it like the onion or one of these? Everything's satire. It's it's, it's like that. But it, what's crazy, it, it sounds close enough to news that it actually gets released and repeated and sent out as as real news. And and so, you know, it will it, it just has. It will talk about a new COVID variant that's just been discovered that, that has um, need, has no symptoms and has well has nothing, and so, <laughs> but it's it's a variant, it's invisible, and so it's like um, it's bas basically just mocking the you know the maneuvers that have taken place in in pushing that, and uh, you know it'll take amazing digs at at Fauci and what he's doing and, um, and just everything. Uh, so I think, I think we need some a combination of things that cause you to laugh and actually mm -hmm. do. It's really witty. Uh, it's really uh, witty and, and in its own way, I, you know, in a very creative way, they are uh, revealing truth and they get away with it. They do get banned in a lot of places, but, because they are satire, announced themselves as satire, they do get away with, I will say, red pilling the American public more than 
more than you can imagine. And they can say some outrageous things that are just funny. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. So, and then... I was just going to ask you on that. Do they... Is it supposedly conservative satire? So that's the bent, or is it? Do they hit both sides equally? Or it? I, I mean, I don't know if they originally considered themselves. They'll hit upon. They'll they'll make fun of Christian in the Christian world as well, though they are they are Christians. But just okay. um, they they will you know hypocrisy within the church. They'll hit upon that in a in a pretty good way. And I should have had this open just to share a one or two of how funny, but I'd probably get stuck doing doing that doing that for a while. <laughs> but um, I just think it's now I have to go look it up. I need a good laugh. Oh my goodness, Steve! You got to <laughs> show you about these before. There's some good laughs uh, yeah. available. I was already oh, laughing today. Awesome. Um, so, and then just point out again, I, I you know this part of a running commentary on earthquakes and earthquakes in Antarctica, and it was about a year ago. I said there's going to be a 7.7 earthquake in Antarctica. <clears throat> I said it's probably called South Sandwich Islands or something like that because they don't like to identify as Antarctica because it's near operations of dastardly stuff. I said, but it's going to be a sign. The Lord saying, I see you. I know what you're doing. You're not hiding from me. And I said, Antar- it's not that area will not stop um, shaking until the justice reveal is over. And that's and so part of even I watch it all the time because it lets me know, are we done with? um, And I'm like, no, it's not done. The justice revealed. But sure enough, uh, even this is amazing. This morning there was a a 6.0 and then a 5.3 and then a 5.7. Those are all substantial earthquakes right right in that same area. And so it just tells you um, they're just further confirmation, Lord's. Because that was the the prophetic word was it's the Lord saying, I'm working on it. I'm shaking. I'm doing things that you can't tell. You can't see. Again, it's like whoever hears of anything from the South Sandwich Islands and right. Antarctica. But it's a sign. The Lord's like, I'm shaking things. I'm moving things. I'm uh, I'm I'm doing things even before what Ooh. is called the storm where there's a reveal. And in that reveal there may or may not be some societal matters we have to face at some level or another. There's some question mark about that. So anyway, that's just part of, uh, we could say some, some matters that are um, taking place in front of us. But now I wanted to go to, um, unless you had any other comment on that stuff, there are questions about it, Steve. I'm going to go to the dream okay. um, that I had, because that it's my, kind of my second dream in the last couple of months that there's impartation to me that goes beyond even the dream and and the dreams were all hopeful they were one of them was clearly celebration and and they were all had to do with um i want you know i'll hesitate saying trump back in power because as i continually say he's not been out of power he's just been out of traditional power he's been more strategically located uh, positioned so that there can be a reveal of the things that need to be revealed because the greater need for the nation and the world has been for there to be an awakening from the people to recognize the dangers of things that they have embraced in socialism and green, uh, you know, the green deal, um, the, the fake, um, you know, planet protection uh, mindset that 
that's we haven't even had a conversation about that all the all all the hypocrisy to that part and so anyway in this stream that was uh, positive and definitely connected to president trump <clears throat> at the end there was an end line at uh, at the end of every i would is when i would wake up and it was there it was a line i am restoring america's fortunes i am re and it was from the lord i'm restoring america's fortunes and so um, there was a second line that was probably twice in the dreams, and it was, I am restoring the republic that was lost in 18 and 71. Wow. And these were, these were again, in my dreams, these are words from the Lord. It wasn't just uh, somebody from the patriot community saying or whatever. It's like, I'm restoring America's fortunes. I'm restoring the republic, the republic that was lost in 1871 is being restored. And, and so, you know, that word, the fortunes is, is a known word. I mean, it means wealth and resource and, but it also means lot or destiny. So America's lot, America's destiny, favor, wealth. I am restoring America's fortune. So this is, and it's a process. I am doing it. It's, it's to make that declaration part of even telling this stream and why and I asked the Lord, you know, if he has something specific for me to share when I know I'm going to be on Elijah's streams. Um, I've had this not that long ago as well It's the night before where I'll have all these all these, uh, whether it's a dream or a dream sequence or things like that. And so I'm just declaring that that's what the Lord's saying, that he is restoring America's fortunes. And and um, in that, of course, are are all of our individual fortunes as well. And the, the personal application of it, it, by restoring means there's things that have been lost. There's money that's been lost. There's destiny that's been lost. There's favor that's been lost. And he is in the process of doing it. That's what we're watching. That's what we're being a part of. And that's what we're moving uh, into. And related to that, um, Steve, there is um, part of, what the Lord wants me to uh, share connected to that it has to do with resources and, and um, even this thing, kingdom billionaires. And I, mm. I feel like I'm supposed to do a little, say an activation or something. I even oh. have a show, show far here at the very end. It'll just take a few seconds to do so, but um, we're going to be having more kingdom billionaires. This is from the Lord. This is part of restoring America's fortunes. There's going to be more kingdom billionaires. Now, this is different than billionaires who are Christians. <clears throat> Not that there's very many of them, but a kingdom billionaire is one who knows that he has been positioned, one who has been advanced strategically by the Lord. It's kind of an, it's like a crown and in kind of in the spirit. I can see they, they, they literally wear a crown in the spirit. They're kings wow. of resources and they're ministers of wealth with understanding. They understand this is about advancing the kingdom. And advancing the kingdom on earth is not about advancing the gospel of salvation. It's about advancing the gospel of the kingdom, that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, the rule and reign of our king in every area of society. And so this is different than than just uh, that you, you're financially one who wants to get behind crusades where people get saved. And actually, I'm going to go to my notes for some things that I yeah. Wow. Kind of point, pointed right here. 
but they're kingdom billionaires who don't just want to do crusades, who don't just want to feed the poor now um, or help build churches, but rather positioning themselves to do things like, and so I'm going to say maybe, I don't know if I've said this before, but I, I feel like the Lord really behind this right now. This is what we have. This is what we are to prepare ourselves for. If you know that you have a call to wealth specifically, and you know that God has spoken that and repeated it and said it over and over, there's a way you'll know the difference between if your call is to be a kingdom millionaire and a kingdom billionaire. And I'll explain the difference in just a moment. They're both a call to carry uh, wealth, but one is you have a little more vision and a little more favor. Um, from the Lord to advance. That's where we go into this thing of kingdom billionaires, whatever. I feel the Lord really want me to talk about these kingdom billionaires. But instead of positioning yourselves just to do that, and there's not only is there nothing wrong with doing those things, even if you are a kingdom billionaire, you may want to do that as well on the side. There's for sure nothing wrong with doing crusade events, feeding the poor events, um, orphanages, all those kind of kinds of things. But there is a different type of thinking that the Lord wants to be released in his sons and daughters that hasn't been there. A lot of it because of this end time Zytus, this eschatology doctrine that's been really plaguing the body of Christ to have limited vision. So we want we want kingdom billionaires. You'll know you're a kingdom billionaire in the making when when the thoughts that begin to come to you are about how to do things like buy CNN, uh, buy Disney buy social media platforms, buy or create either those or at that at that level, um, set up organizations. You know, for instance, uh, um, Americans for Pharmaceutical Integrity, uh, something like that. But you're you have the resources where if whistleblowers come out that risk their whole career and their life and whatever else, you can assist them financially. So they're not just taking a hit on their whole on their whole career on, on doing that. And we really need a funding mechanism, funding organizations for whistleblowers uh, because we're going to be in cleanup for years and years and years, even after really? the storm. Really? Yeah. The storm's going to facilitate, uh, it's going to accelerate, we'll say, uh, many things. And then there's going to be an ongoing need to be watchful, to be salt and light. And so whistleblowers from uh, Big Pharma, Big tech, big me big media, there's a need to set up alternatives of all those. So those require billionaires ultimately to be a part of that. So this is a word to kingdom billionaires. Some of you will already have there's not gonna be this is not like a lot of you at this stage, but this is something that the Lord is stirring in you and has been stirring. When you say and Johnny, when you say the alternatives, are you talking about like an alternative? Big Pharma, or are you talking about alternative to pay the people who are whistleblowers so that they have income for a while? What what are you referring to? As, well, as an there's, there's kind of a provision for whistleblowers, but then there's also thinking through um, developing the alternative, the replacement. Kind of what we're, you know, what has taken place the last two years is uh, just like we're having to be on, there's Rumble. I don't even know which all ones still exist and are good and but Parler and BitChute and Gab mm -hmm. and, and on and on and on. There's alternative um, social media sites that are developing and improving consistently. And, and as you know, old, the, the standby uh, 
the normal big names that are there, like Twitter, they continue to take a a, a bashing in mm-hmm. as it gets you know it gets discovered that you know they're saying maybe only up to ten percent of the numbers they report are true numbers, and the rest of it's just bots and manipulation and all that kind of stuff. And so this kind of transition is does require resource yeah. and and resourcing, and so we have to have kingdom people. Uh, um, and because kingdom people haven't been free to to think outside of this box of Jesus is about to return, right. the end is here. That it's been just such a tiny, it's been such a bad disease in the body of Christ. There is just a tiny percentage of those even willing to give themselves to thinking multi generationally or a hundred years. And really, you almost have no business positioning yourself and hoping to become a kingdom billionaire. If you can't think multi-generationally in 100 years, there's just no point. Um, You don't need billionaires just for a last second harvest before Jesus comes and rescues us from the Antichrist. Millionaires can take care of that. But billionaires are here for system changes. They're here for overhaul. And it requires a lot. It's not easy. It takes a a bandwidth that's very uh, expansive and extensive. And um, but there's people that are prepared. Part of it, I just know the Lord is preparing. Um, even if it's a relative handful, there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of kingdom billionaires moving forward over the next decades. That'll be part of the transition where nations will begin to walk to the light of the sons of God, as it says in Isaiah 60, that nations will walk to the light of the sons of God. Arise and shine. And in verse three, depending on what version of the Bible you have, nations will walk to the light of the sons of God for, for sons of God to be bringing light that affects nations. That's you're talking top of the seven mountains. You're talking about the top of these structures. And so we're talking about influencing. Now I get a billionaire. will think about a new, uh, you know, buying Harvard. If you're rich enough or you create kingdom Harvard, that level of that level of processing, thinking preparation in our minds and spirit is what needs to happen right now. There is a big wealth change exchange coming. And, and, and I, you know, I think the Lord, I'm just kind of hearing him right now. Not a lot of my people are really positioned in their mind for what I want to do. It's very limited compared to what I really want to do. Now, again, it doesn't, this is not, this is not one of those words for 90% of the body of Christ. It's a limited percentage, um, but it's supposed to be much more than, than you would think. Um, because this is part of part of the assignment. That's Isaiah 60, Isaiah 61. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon you. It's an Isaiah 61 anointing. He has anointed you, yes, to preach the gospel, but then it goes into rebuilding ruined cities, the desolation. Oh, that's true. It does say that, doesn't it? <laughs> that's right there. I mean, it's, it's right there. Uh, it's right there. So as, you, as you're doing this, it's like we're rebuilding this town because... And so you're preaching the good news, not just of a kingdom splash in a moment till Jesus rescues us, but a ruling and reigning on earth of the kingdom values and principles and presence, uh, you know, full of the glory of the Lord as well. And so this this is this is what's coming. So if you can't think this this way, God doesn't need you being a kingdom billionaire. Um, that can be kind of a hopefully not too harsh for some of you, but it's just it's a challenge to upgrade the thinking. Um, so a kingdom billionaire will think, how can I affect the mountain from the top? A kingdom millionaire 
will think, and appropriately so, how can I affect the mountain, that sphere of society from the bottom? How can I feed a, uh, a lot? How can I advance crusades and all those kinds of things? And there's nothing wrong with a call to be a kingdom millionaire and do all those things. It's a value. But I am making this slotted difference between a kingdom millionaire and a kingdom billionaire. You're now thinking structures, systems, nations, uh, in a whole different way. And of course, you, as you're faithful, uh, you're a faithful kingdom millionaire. You do get to upgrade um, uh, to, to being a, a, a kingdom billionaire. But those are the processes. That's how you it's not just about having more money um, to do the same thing you were doing. It's, it was kind of it, it was funny. I remember years ago it was reported in the news someone who w- won the lottery somewhere here in the southeast of the United States. I won't name the state because I'm not trying to make fun of the state at all. But somebody obviously not used to expanded thinking. And they it was some it wasn't like billions for sure. It was like five hundred thousand dollars or or something might have been over a million. But it was like, so what's the first thing you're going to get? And the person had won. He's like that double wide I've been looking at. And so <laughs> they lived in a trailer. And so they're ready to go to a double wide. And and so it's just like, hey, you can do um, you can do more than that. (laughs) It it was it was years, years ago. I think it was in the millions, actually. And so then uh, I remember asking as well a a pastor. This is years ago when I was just trying to advance the seven mountain processing and thinking in the city I was at. He had a, a ministry and he was proud of. He was feeding 500 people a week, and which is uh, no 50 people a week, and it was a wonderful thing. And so I said, "Now, in your dream, like if you could just dream with no limits, what what is it you would like to be doing? What kind of blessing from God would you like if you just had to read?" He says, "Man, I'm just believing where I can where I can feed 500 a week, um, or even a thousand. I mean, if it just got crazy, 5,000." And I go. Does it ever occur to you that maybe you would, Lord could use you to provide provision where they don't need to be poor anymore, where wow. you can bring in job? It's a, it's just wow. different thinking and processing. It's a totally different paradigm of it's thought. A, yeah, it's like no, no, we're going to a different thought level, right? Yeah, and and that's uh, you know there was a grace of the Lord on us in the nation of Peru, and I, I'll say how you know we even got keys of the city and honored by. Uh, Congress and different things like that for assisting the process of Peru going from 90% extreme poverty rate to 2.4. But it was, it really was through more prophetic words and and discovering different things and, and, um, you know, talking to mayors and leaders and saying, Hey, there's, this is going to be discovered here, the salt mine and silver mines and lost city of the Incas, et cetera, et cetera. And then it, it happening and changing the whole region and the area and even, you know, making world world news on it. And um, so I would tell people, I says, yeah, I have to understand. I never gave one sandwich in that place. I said, no, no knocking. There was no, I never, the city I was honored in the most. I did not bring one sandwich to the poor. Again, not knocking it at all. Yeah. But it's like when your assignment is greater than that, when, and the grace is greater than that, when he gives you grace to do something greater than that, for you to only do that, for you to only provide that which they will need another sandwich for the next day. Um, the kingdom of God, when it says the poor, it's for the poor. It's not like here's a sandwich and the king says he's sorry. It's still an insult to the king for the kingdom to come in and not actual change their status. 
like to only say, you know, we're sorry you're in bad shape, but here's the same. That that is a yeah. level. It's it's a level of of kingdom grace, but it's there's so much more. He really wants to uh, overhaul. You know, it's not the Isaiah sixty one call. It's not the anointing to rebuild. You don't rebuild ruined cities with um, with sandwiches. You know, for the poor. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. And again, please, nobody pick up that we're making fun of anybody who's right. doing that. It's a valuable for some. And that's why a lot of this is speaking to, to another call, level of call, those who have this higher level call and who the Lord is beginning to activate. Because this is, I'm restoring America's fortunes. If he's restoring America's fortunes, whatever he does, he works through people. He works through yeah. individuals. And you have to be one that's now preparing yourself to think, number one, outside of the grid, Jesus is coming any second. And so some of you are going to be ones that are 50, 60, and 70 who have been the most indoctrinated in that Jesus is coming any second. And you got to break out of that. you got to stay and step into generosity. you got to not be uh, one that's in fear for yourself at that level. And you step into stewardship and this remember the words the Lord has been speaking to you. He hasn't forgotten them. He hasn't ignored them even about your prosperity and moving forward. But you've got to start. Your preparation has to be right here. Mm. You've got to think of a greater level of possibility. We can't just be these victims like, yeah, what do we do? We're getting influenced in a negative way from Disney. We're being influenced in a negative way by CNN. We're being, you know, we're just all the giants around us there. Why are we in those positions? Because we haven't prepared ourselves for it. We'd rather build another thousand churches, each of 10 to 15 million dollars and 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 have, you know, that be what we're known for. Our mega churches mm. around when if we did any kind of pooling together at all towards kingdom understanding, kingdom purposes, we could really uh, do amazing things. So um, that's the question is what would. What would a Kingdom Fox look like? Kingdom Fox News, not like it does now, very treasonous. Um, what, what would a Kingdom Moderna? Why is there Pfizer, Moderna? It's well, these people that are giving uh, pharmaceuticals out. This you understand that that's totally uh, a compromised setup and system, bringing uh, great devastation more than anything. While they do some token helps to to society. Kingdom Hollywood, what would that be like? Kingdom Wall Street, Kingdom Crypto, uh, Kingdom, uh, back to Kingdom Disney. So Kingdom, 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 on earth as it is in heaven, the rule and reign, mm. the capacities of our king on mm. earth. So he's looking for, he's looking for those who will think that way, who will allow themselves to partner with the king in that kind of way, not just thinking, well, let's get some more souls saved before it all falls apart. That thinking has to be eradicated. We have to get rid of it. That is not the kingdom thought that he is interested in funding and financing right now. That's why I, when I was in Hollywood and there's, you know, they had had the left behind movies and there were people I was being shown nine, 10 different scripts of what do you think? Is this a good kingdom one? But it followed too much in that. It's like preparation for end time disaster. And so how to get more people saved. I'm like, I can tell you that if your movie has any kind of correlate correlating uh, theme as the left behind movie. He has no interest in funding or financing your film. I, I kind of shocked the room. And I said, in fact, I pray 
that heaven will stop whoever has a film that is advancing that distorted narrative. It distorts the capabilities and goodness of our king. It distorts the, the, the macro narrative of he's coming for a bride uh, without spot or wrinkle who's made herself ready, uh, a bride who occupies, um, you know, occupies is a military term, occupies with influence, presence, answers into every area of society. So we want that to continue to uh, change. So dominoes are about to topple. That's something else the Lord said. Dominoes are about to topple one after another and many, many, many kingdom opportunities beyond what I've been able to think or represent. There's going to be many, many, many kingdom opportunities. And if you can begin to think multi-generational, um, then the Lord, there's no end to how many zeros he could add to your net worth for the purposes of the kingdom. But he did also tell me to, to just tell that uh, better than 90. And this is just a weird way of saying it, but um, I'm hearing him say, I want you to say it anyways. I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I'm doing it anyway. Better than 90 percent of millionaires, Christian millionaires, uh, even ones that would be listening to this program, uh, better than 90 percent. He's like. There are, in my mind, the Lord's saying this, they are hoarding. They are hoarders. Oh, wow. And and so there is, you know, that's between you and the Lord. And by that, you mean like I'll build bigger and be better barns to store all of my things. And then that's when the, God says, this night your soul will be required of the. In other words, he's not looking for people to build bigger barns to store more wealth. Well, there's just, there gets to be this lie of how much you need to be comfortable, you and your family and yeah. everything else. And so when you were younger, you're like, man, if I ever had a hundred grand in my account, I would feel safe or good. And then, and then there's these people that now is it's like it's gone into multiple, multiple, multiple millions and upper millions. And, and they're like, well, I'm hoping I'm hoping we can make there's this you go into a survival mode. Mm. And, and there was a kind of a truth. The Lord showed me that, you know, the Joseph call, the Joseph, I wrote a book on it on the Joseph mantle, Joseph from the Old Testament. And he processed and he was the handler of what would be billions and billions of, of dollars because it said all nations came to Joseph yeah. and he had the plan. But he was, um, I, the terminology, Lord, he was never a dam of resources. He was um, a, a, um, a vehicle, was the other word I used, not dam, but vessel. He yeah. was, it went through him. He yeah. never... He didn't have a salary, but his the anointing on him was to be not the dam where it all just builds up and you have more and more and I'm a kingdom billionaire and more. But it's like you you pass on that that wealth it, and it doesn't have to. It's between them and the Lord. We're not saying you have to go to zero and 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 have have nothing uh, unless the Lord tells anybody that that's not what we're saying. But it. It has to be something that grows. You grow into becoming even a kingdom billionaire by exercising faith and generosity, not learning just creative ways on how to hide more and more resources. Right. I'm just going to say, I'm going to yeah. say one more time. He's saying it that better than 90 percent of even our niche people who would listen to us who are millionaires in his eyes. He's not mad at them. He's thankful for the things they do. Uh, um, but they, in, in his mind, they're still hoarders there. And, and again, if, percentage uh, i don't know how to add a percentage to it but i i just like if you know it's less even than a a, a tithe which i'm not preaching tithing at all because that's really 
not the biblical standard. And, and, but if, but if it's less than that overall, you can be sure you're not really considered generous mm. from heaven's standpoint. People here may think you're generous because if you have multi um, millions and you're giving just one or two percent, you can strike many people as being very, very generous. But he considers you a hoarder. I'm sorry, wow. that's a tough, tough yeah. word. I mean, yeah, that's a tough word. You could be giving. Uh, if you had millions, you could be giving away s several million. But if it doesn't even reach the the lowest common denominator, which is ten percent, yeah. you're you're like, eh. From heaven's viewpoint, you're eh. You're not really a giver yet. I mean, you're it's not that he requires ten percent because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So, yeah, you're not a you're not a kingdom agent in the way you could be and should be. You yeah. are not what he made you to be. You know, if he made you yeah. clearly to be a resource in that area, then he knows how to take care of you and your family and your future and the things you need to. But, um, you know, that we know there's some very radical people who've committed to live off like 10 percent of everything that comes in. And that's amazing. And I know the Lord looks at those type of people as like, wow, we're working together. You uh, I know the word is channel being a channel and not a dam. So a kingdom financier will be, first of all, a channel uh, rather than a dam, like damming up, damming up the resources. So these things are all important. This all goes into I am restoring Americans, America's fortunes. And so there's fortunes. There's people who have been contending for the Lord for the next level of they have been generous and they've been contending for the next level of an uh, income bracket for the sake of the kingdom, for advancing the kingdom. They think through the grid. I'm even telling you, they think systems that would affect the world in a positive way, how to, how to feed the world, how to um, you know, bring other uh, cures, how to rebuild cities. And uh, I, I know there's people that come to mind even who are positioning themselves and the Lord sees you and you're going to, you're going to see fulfilled that which you've been contending for, because this is part of the fulfillment of that of that word i am restoring america's um fortunes yeah would it be um would it be fair to say let me ask it this way in order as a sign that you are a how do i say this, a trustworthy potential billionaire is that out of your resources now you're already giving sacrificially into kingdom things would that be overly stating it not overstating at all, because that's one of the things I've run into in the body of Christ just our many years of pastoring. And there's people who have fantasies about themselves and how generous they're going to be. Mm. And I have found that generosity starts when you have very little. Mm. And so you don't become you don't start out a tightwad. And and then, well, you know, as soon as I get my first, you know, 50 grand, whatever it is in somebody's mind, 25 grand, 50 grand, 100. I get my first, I'm going to start being um, generous. If you're not generous, he who is faithful in the little things will be given, you know, the, yeah. the next level abundance. And so if you find it hard being generous at, 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 at the, even what you might say is the poverty stage, because there's people that you watched their life. They were poor. They were are limited in income, and then they became. Because uh, I know some of these uh, people as well, who the Lord has blessed greatly, their generosity started, and it was radical generosity when they had almost nothing. And those are the ones you see that were wired and prepared, and and who are being prepared again in the future here 
uh, right now, really, by the Lord to be carriers, the Isaiah 61 carriers of, of great kingdom wealth, because that is a specific area of assignment that President Trump, this part of our winding up, I know our, our time is going to be limited. I wanted to, I do feel like I'm supposed to blow the shofar in a minute and there's yeah. going to be specific instructions with it. But part of um, even what I was sharing a week ago, uh, Steve, is and I was sharing about the 183 Trump 183 and we read Isaiah 18:3 and Jeremiah 18:3 and 4 and it's really from my word I had shown the um, I had shown just like this the All right. insights for 2000 2017 and it was uh, it, it was under a word called the ride of the reformation glory train and this glory train was something that would happen under the Trump presidency and I gave in this word that Trump's commission that he has, this is again, five years ago, that he had three specific areas I call to over, to upgrade, I would say now to overhaul, upgrade government, upgrade economy, upgrade media, that those are sp three specific areas that he has been given a Cyrus call and anointing to come in and overhaul. And I said, for the next eight years in, in Trump's acronym, we are going to see um, a Trump train of reformation that goes through the next, from the next eight years from 2017. And so the T in Trump was for transformation. And so this is what happens to people and to the meta narrative itself. The R was reformation. This is what happens to the seven mountains of society. Again, this is just reading from five years ago. Mm -hmm. Union, this is the great angel over the United States and his specific assignment. So the angel this has been seen by anywhere from many or several over the years. The angel over the United States is an angel named Union, and and oh. he has a specific assignment to keep us one, and not to keep not to have us splintered. And then the M from Trump is momentum. We will shift into full scale destiny momentum. This is part of what I am restoring America's fortunes. How they 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 go together, and then the P is for prosperity. Transformation and reformation are both a root and a fruit of prosperity. <clears throat> so there's a Trump train. It has to do with the assignment that's on him that we're that's why it's all all connected. It's who he chooses, who he chooses to use, just like he chose Cyrus. And so the person is is. Uh, yeah, he's important, but he's important um, in, in a different kind of way than than we can imagine. The verse I put to it was how uh, Zechariah 9:14 how the Lord shall go up with the sound of the trumpet and he'll go in the whirlwinds the, the the storms of the south and 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 I was I'm, I may get into that more because of time I can tell I, I won't be able to do due diligence to that that may be for for next time it's worth going on but Psalms 47:5 God has gone up with the sound of the trump even the usage of a man with the name Trump is so divinely orchestrated so divinely um part of the messaging of heaven towards us that he's sounding him. And that's how you want to see Trump. We're not bowing to Trump. He's not God. He's not perfect. He's not a lot of things, but he's, what is a trumpet? What is a Trump? It's an instrument that has allowed itself to be put in the hands of someone else so that he can make a sound, a message. And so that's what God is asking from all of us really is to be like a shofar where we are, uh, you know, here's the shofar. I might as well do this as a lead in to go. This is a, a shofar, the biblical um, uh, trumpets. And, and what it is, what are, where do these come from? They come from mountain sheep. 
um, and so they're separated. We are all our sheep. And so this is their strength that they give into the hands of another. And so the important person is the Trump player. So God is the Trump player. It's why I say all along, this is not just Trump. They think if they could eliminate Trump in some way that they will say the deep state, the evil uh, Luciferian um, uh, elements believe that if they could eliminate him, their, their troubles are over. The problem is uh, for them, if they haven't figured this out yet, is the Trump player. And so the Trump player, the he who sounds the Trump is he that they have to worry about. And he's the one that finishes what he starts and knows what he's doing. And he knows how to call people like Cyrus. He did that Cyrus call and anointing Isaiah 45. He called, you know, Isaiah prophesied of him 140 years before he ever showed up. And before he was even named, he, he called him Cyrus and said, you have a specific assignment. It's the same assignment President Trump has to strip kings of their armor. If you look at Isaiah 45, to level mountains, uh, to break down the double doors, the gates of resistance, to cut through iron bars, iron doors. It's the same assignment President Trump has. Basically impossible assignments. If you look at him one after another, how do you level mountains? How do you break down double doors? How do you cut through bars of iron. That's why they're all made. All these, all these resistance uh, elements and structures are built in order to be, um, you know, impregnable. So you can't be broken yeah. through. And the Lord says, I've anointed you to do just that. So that's the anointing on President Trump. And that's why it's going to succeed because he who holds Trump in his hands, he who blows the trumpet is the one that makes sure these things go the way they need to go. Uh, ultimately. So, Steve, because of time, I know, and then you can uh, bring up or ask me another thing. But what I want, I want to make sure I at least blow this show far all back. But I won't do it as long as I, uh, I, I normally blow a trumpet. Not only that, because I'm not standing up, it probably won't even have a, not that it ever has a really good sound. Um, but it's been an instrument. It's amazing uh, how the Lord has used it over the years uh, for myself. And I've blown it over someone who uh, then came back a year later and said they got a new heart when wow. I moved over there. And wow, amazing. Somebody said I got a new lungs and, and there's all kinds of miracles that took place from the blowing of the trump because it's really the battle. It's a, it's a statement. The battle is the Lord. He's the one we serve. He's the one with power and might. We do so when we say, yes, the enemy's too strong for us, but he's not too strong for our God. It's why the children of Israel could go around the walls of Jericho. The sounds of the shofar, the walls go down. Why Gideon and the 300, they could blow the shofar. Yeah, we can't do it, but our God is, and we're here with him. And so he works with us at this level. But I feel like what the Lord wanted me to do, kind of connecting to, I'm restoring America's fortunes. And there is a connection to, yes, kingdom millionaires. So we don't want you out, but kingdom billionaires is a focus for right now and for blowing the shofar. And this is going to be a sign. And, and I'll tell you ahead of time, this is not for you to announce to people or to tell people, don't put it on. Uh, social media, whatever. You don't want them to. If you have a call to be a kingdom billionaire and it's going to be something the Lord jumps on, you don't want people finding out about this. There's not That's enough true. maturity even in the body of Christ for people to know we're the kingdom billionaires. So this is for you to have confirmed to you as never before. And this is not the only way he'll confirm. He can confirm to you some other ways. Some of you may already be there that are listening to this. But one of the ways is when I blow this show far, you're going to have, I've given this thing of signs in your, your body, but this is going to be more unique in that both your right and your left arm are going to go numb. Oh. 
And so when I blow the shofar, let me see what else. Go numb, or you're just going to be totally what's called slain in the spirit, which means you just fall out. And if that happens to you, again, hopefully this doesn't happen to someone driving. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so if you are, may this be delayed until you hit a stop sign somewhere. So, I mean, <laughs> not hit the stop sign until you park somewhere or whatever. So it doesn't have to happen immediately. But this is for you to take it seriously. The Lord has seen your faithfulness and loyalty to him. Mm. And he is saying he is preparing you. His desire, his call for you is for you to be a kingdom billionaire, one who is involved in the rebuilding of ruined cities, ruined generations, ruined families, and that he wants you to begin to think this way. Think kingdom of God on earth. And so when I blow this shofar, if that happens to you, then here's the last recommendation as well. Um, you need to get our, I think we're out of our rise books that we we're going to get some more sometime soon, but this is this, uh, a reformers handbook for the seven mountains, but we have this in a, a video course that is seven hours and seven minutes. If you're going to be a kingdom billionaire, you need to know about that because it's all mountain by mountain thinking through the capability and the ability to be a funder and financer of, of things that would be game changers for the mountains. So you want to do that. In fact, we'll offer, um, if, if this sign and wonder happens to you, um, you can contact us and we'll get you that for, we will send it to you a code through email for free. And uh, we don't have to have any other discussion conversation. It'll just uh, you know, encourage us that some of you did get that. And and so we'll go with that. Are we good for me to blow the show far? Yeah, Steve? go for it. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're there and you're able just to hold your hands uh, out like this, and you don't have to if you can't, the Lord can do this anyway. This is going to be so supernatural that it's not like, well, I think and all this. And again, it's rare billionaires, uh, but there are some uh, uh, and there's a good number that the Lord is going to begin raising up for the kingdom. So, Lord, as I blow the shofar, may that sound do what it's supposed to do. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for you releasing the sign to them of both their right arm, left arm. Um, just feeling uh, the power of God coming and they just they can't even move their left and right arm. It goes numb. It may go into shaking after that, but it's just the numbness is the, the, uh, the, the going to sleep. They're like their right arm, left arm. Let it happen now in Jesus name. said i really couldn't do the link normal but that's fine I've, those things are hard to blow those are hard to blow you know as a as a i was a trumpeter i, I know it's hard i wasn't happy with it yeah go for it <laughs> well done well done good job good job anyway Thank you, Lord, for that. Well, yeah. Steve, I know I think we pushed. I'm looking at the clock behind you, but anyway. Well, we yeah, we we had to go close to an hour today because I have to record. Uh, I don't mean I have to. I I need to record a, a one with Cat for tomorrow. We're going to record her shortly after this, so we have to keep this one shorter. Otherwise, we would keep going. Um, let me ask you one quick question because it's the first one on my list, and I want to get we'll get one question done, uh, so we'll move on to that next week. But this 
One person is asking, um, can you elaborate on the difference between giftings and callings? Are those the same thing? Or are they different? Um, and how are people to prepare themselves for giftings versus callings if they're, if they're the same or if they're different or whatever? Well, it, yeah, I've heard different messages on this, and I just say it's a it's. Um, I feel like it would take me uh, too long to to get into it much, just the technical yeah. aspects of it. And again, it's probably being concerned about um, a really side matter um, for for people. But there is, would you say, there's a gifting you can have where even Samson had a gifting of staying. Um, strong. He was strong even when he's sleeping with a prostitute. And I don't know if this is the best analogy for everything um, having to do with it. But you remember they'd say, hey, Samson, the Philistines are on you and he'd break off the, the, the ropes as nothing. So even though he's in sin, even though he's sleeping with a, a, a harlot, a prostitute, um, he still is maintaining the gifts and callings of God without repentance. So you can keep that gift for forever. But then you're calling is going to be something, a call to the body of Christ that, um, you know, let's say his call was to be a deliverer. So he could be super strong, but his call is to be a deliverer. So there are things that fall under his call to be a deliverer. And there are things that follow, what well, this is the gifting that's on him to be super strong. In short, that's kind of the best. I uh, like that. I mean, he was, I for some reason, was was Samson considered a judge in Israel? Was he, was he yes. one of the judge? So his gifting was strength. His his calling was a judge, something like yeah. that. You know, yeah. it's it's what is your life, uh, what is God expecting out of your life? I guess you might say. And there is an overlap in the sense that if he wasn't that that was how people knew to accept him. We'll say as a deliverer, is because he was so strong. So there was a, a a correlation and an over. That's why there is this question of what's gifting and what's calling, but it's worth the gifts and worth processing gifts and calling of God without repentance. But I do believe he removes calling that you can default on a calling. Oh, uh, okay. And but that's um, so the giftings remain, but you could default on your calling through sin and and that kind of thing. Okay, that's that's pretty good. I think that's pretty accurate too. Yeah, yeah. Because someone might be, let's say you're an evangelist, you'll always you may always have that gift of being an evangelist, but your calling might be to save millions. And now, because of sin, you're reduced to saving hundreds or thousands. That kind of, it's like, it's a reduced. Yeah. It, or I don't know if this is too simple for it, like a pastor that fails. You can have a pastoral heart is the gifting on you that never, that never is taken away from you. You have a, an ability to, to just get there because it's a gifting. But you won't necessarily be a pastor because, yeah, you've violated so many things. You've stepped into sin. And so the trust level, even though you have the heart for it, yeah. um, you know, people, we see that. Yeah. People won't trust you anymore. So you can't fulfill the calling if you can see it. So it means way. you yeah. can still do the stuff one on one, but you cannot. Yeah. So it's a little bit like you just said. All of a sudden you can't do it at another level because you have, you know, broken uh, trust with so many people again there is process if you do it right how you can come back and you can be restored and all that but um that whole process of restoration is always depending on how how well you do it and and then it's up to the body of christ to then 
trust you again. Sort of like in a marriage, yeah. once trust has been broken, um, there's a, a, a mate may know, wow, you know, he or she is truly, truly sorry. I do trust them fully again, but it is rare. Let me ask a follow-up because I was going to go as much as to 12.15. I see we've got a few more minutes. I'm going to ask one that just occurs to me. Yes, it's not on my list. And it's almost a cousin to what we were just talking about. Question. And my question is, has God spoken to you at all in these days about us coming into a time of uh, more like the, the days of Ananias and Sapphira, where you lie to the Holy Spirit and some just drop dead who are believers? Has God spoken to you at all about that? Yeah, I, I don't think I think we're closer than we have, but that's what we're headed into. Yeah. This, um, the rest of this Reformation glory train, part of what God is doing, there is going to be a progressive release of His glory, and just like in the Book of Acts, when His presence, the more of His presence that comes in, that's what the accountability was set by. There was such a pure move of God of everyone having things in common. They were bringing all their goods to the to the apostles' feet. So Ananias and Sapphira, again, it's this money issue, pretending they didn't have to sell their land. They didn't have to give any of it. But once you come and pretend that you're a generous, I sold my land and here's money, and, and it's but you're lying to the Holy Spirit. When there's a move of God, the purer the move of God, the more at risk you are um, when you frivolously particularly take up a platform position and get away with a lot of stuff when there's not the anointing and the Holy Spirit right up close. But when he's doing something pure and strong, there, there is the, so um, I know we're not there yet by any means because we're, he's just getting the church awakened and, and this, but this is where we're headed to with what's being broken into this new era of the kingdom, I believe is going to be marked um, by that in the coming days. Um, and particularly places, there's going to be places that there's, in fact, he's just kind of telling me that right now, there's going to be, and there's really, they're in, in small places right now that are really the, kind of the seedbed of what's going to be big in the future. There are pure altars. There are pure moves of God. There, there's the pure worship. And they're 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 going uh, unseen by and large. It's it's small the reach, but it's pure and it's pure. And there's going to be um, you come into something like that, and you think you can come by and still uh, pretend, fake, and lie. Mm. Um, there's going to be more serious consequences. How how would we go about if this is even a thing to do? This may not even be a thing to do, but how do we find these places of pure worship and pure um, teaching that we know there have been great moves of God in the past? Let's say Azusa Street. Um, maybe it's not something to be found, but just to discover because it's so it's making such a splash. But you know, I, if I could, if I could have my way, I would say, Lord, show me where this is. I'm going to get on a plane and go see it. Without even, you know, if you don't want me to see anything, I won't see anything. But I want to see what you consider pure worship. I don't know. What would you say? Well, in speaking of the very thing you brought up, the Zuza, you know, that was just in a undesirable neighborhood, an undesirable house. And and then what were the undesirables? The African-American community was not embraced um, by society and in general. And so you had the Lord showing up in the weak, small, foolish place. And but people people who were hungry for real 
and for presents, they came and then they flocked there. And then, you know, it, it grew. And so it requires a hunger for that, a hunger for authenticity, a hunger for truth, a hunger for a real move of God. And those who are hungry do find, they end up finding that. And there are people finding that right now. And in some ways, there's people like, I don't want to tell anybody about it because I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, I hear you. I do, I do. Because <laughs> that's, that's a concern. Because, you know, the, uh, the love of fame, the love of numbers mm. is kind of, if there is the bane, the the disease of our of our generation of Christianity and of our niche of Christianity, is this this love of uh, notoriety? Cele- yeah. yeah, the celebrity ship is is doing us a lot of damage, and and it's really um, and so there's very low accountability. There, there's not going to be Ananias and Sapphira type stuff happen there at all because. He's not really there or hardly there. You know, he's distant, just kind of they say something to the Holy Spirit. And he's, uh, you know, I don't know. He's just releasing something distant. It's it's not mainline core fire of the Holy Spirit. You're right saying there. where there's celebrity, you're talking about where there's celebrity, there's not much spirit is what you're saying. Well, you, no, right. There may be, you know, emotions and there uh, there is that that can happen in big settings there's a buzz of just people being around it, there's a fake anointing kind of thing that is just really uh energy from people that's uh, that people get you know people draw people and so it's so like you go to concerts you'll feel electricity it's not the anointing it's a fake uh, it, there's it, it can all be adulation going to the star that's about to come come there whether it's a christian yeah. uh, it can be a christian song uh, writer or person as star or one that's not you feel the buzz that that people often call the anointing even in church settings but it's just the buzz of attention and of adulation going towards humans and so that's different than core uh presence that's different than the anointing you would know but there's well you know it's interesting because in his own day paul would have been uh famous um, we would think of him in a sense of like a celebrity, except, you know, he said, but I came to you in weakness and if it wasn't for you supporting me, you know, so he kind of, he knew what authority he had because he wielded that authority, but at the same time, he didn't pretend to be something. It sounds like, in fact, he said, I'm, I'm the, I'm chiefest among the sinners and the least, you know, so. That specifically that, uh, Corinthians, first Corinthians to five or whatever. He says, yeah, when I came to, you, I came not. In cleverness of conversation, which is what the Greek, uh, you know, society—that's that's what they had learned. Uh, there is to be driven by and motivated by the silver tongue ones. And he's like, mm. I did not have. In fact, if you actually go to the what the the Greek language is, there is like, I, he had a shaking problem. He had probably an eyesight problem. He has his knees. He was bow legged. There's extra biblical information. He, he was bow legged. Uh, he really? shook. Talk. Yes. And he had a, a vision problem and he didn't speak well. He, he, he didn't. He was the opposite of silver tongue. But he said, but I came in. I came not in excellence of appearance, excellence of language, of word, of say, like violated all to how to influence people, how to have stage presence. He violated all of it. He says, but I came in demonstration of power. Wow. That's that your faith be in that. And so he'd come in and he he just 
you know, fumble and mumble and do all that. And like, hey, blind men in the corner, uh, you can see them. <laughs> ah! So it's like, no, we go listen to him because the real stuff happens there. <laughs> That's amazing. God, it's amazing how God does. They want me to announce uh, uh, johnnyenlounfiltered.com is where you put questions for next time or for times in the future. We can't promise to get them in the very next week. johnnyenlounfiltered.com. It's a website and there'll be a box where you can type your questions for Keep them short so don't tell a story, but just ask a quick question. So, all right, everybody, Johnny, thank you so much. We're going to get running and then we're going to tape another show here in a few minutes. But God bless you. Thank you so much. So, such wisdom today, Johnny. We really, really appreciate it. So, with that in mind, we will see you all tomorrow with Kat, uh, which we're taping right after this. So, see you all tomorrow. This time, Kate, bye bye, everybody. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.